0: morning friend this is Q in the morning on victory 91.5 I am Quincy and it is your Friday I know for the ones that count down to the weekend this is your favorite day because it's the anticipation of what could be and then by the time Sunday rolls around you're like what happened to my weekend (laughs) but today is Friday. It is a good day. I'm so glad that I get to spend it with you here on the Sound of Revival. You know, as I was coming out to the vehicle this morning to come in and uh, looked up at the stars and the sky and such a clear morning and a little bit of a sliver that's left of the moon as it's going through or as we're rotating and what we can see. And uh, it's just enough that it reminded me of uh, a childhood movie that I watched, a remake of uh, Angels in the Outfield. And there was a little kid and he was sitting there and he looked up and he told the adult that was with him, he said, look, it's God's thumbnail. (laughs) And I just always loved that childlike expression of, you know, God made all of this. This is, there's remnants of him everywhere. The scripture tells us that the heavens declare the glory of God. And I was also thinking this morning, before I even saw that, how much he loves us. I try to start every morning with that because it sets the tone for my day that I am loved. And First John 3, 1 helps us understand. It says, see what great love the father has lavished on us that we should be called the children of God. Now the Lord does not cease to love because in order to do so, he would have to cease being himself. You know, God is love. Mm. And speaking of childhood memories, Jesus loves me, this I know. (laughs) You know why? The Bible tells me so. Father, we love you. We are continually taken back that you first loved us. We adore you, Jesus. So many times this world can make us feel unloved, but we can always come back to knowing that Father, you have lavished great love on us. You call us son, you call us daughter. We love you, God. We love that we have the privilege to be your children because of Jesus. We see that great love that you have for us. As the distractions, try to take hold, as the enemy tries to isolate us, divide us, Father, we look to you, and in Jesus' name, we we honor you, we give you glory, you are worthy of all praise, we seek after the peace that passes all understanding that you promised to us in your word, and we know that you watch over your word to perform it. So today, through the power of your name, through the power of the Holy Spirit, we choose joy. And from that, we draw strength. We choose peace. And from that, we get our rest. Father, we exalt you. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. We got CC Winans and we got a song about joy on cue in the morning. Wow, that is a way to get through our Friday right there, isn't it? <laughs> I've got joy with CC Winans right here on Victory 91.5. And you know, one of the things that tries to get a hold of your joy that the enemy tries to use, he tries to get you busy. He tries to get your mind off of the main thing. And you know, keeping the main thing, the main thing, what that is, is remembering whose you are to figure out who you are. And the foundation, the bedrock of that is making Jesus our life. So, in this edition of what you're looking at, a very close friend and brother of mine posted to social media recently, it's so simple, But it's a needed reminder in those times when the enemy's trying to distract us and pull us away from the fact that Jesus is life. And that was the image that he posted. It just said, Jesus is life. And in the post, he said, Jesus, you are all I want, and you are my everything. Amen. Yes. Now, I don't know about you, but as I was talking about, most days, the busyness sometimes tries to distract. But I I truly strive to remember to keep the main thing the main thing but the simple phrase that we've just said jesus is life that was posted by a friend and again it's why your circle matters that's going to be a new way that i try to do that jesus is my everything and i'm going to show it with my life by proclaiming that jesus is life Victory 91.5 That's Pat Barrett When I look at the blood Finishing up another anointed worship set of music here on the Sound of Revival It's grateful to spend a Friday morning with you I'm Quincy, this is Q in the Morning You know my uh, my friend Jeff Lyle from right down the road here in North Georgia posted a scripture recently and thought it would be a good one to share with you it's uh, Colossians 3.13. It says, bearing with one another. And if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. Now, we have to go all in on this scripture. In this, we can experience breakthrough, victory. We can please the Lord. We can defeat the enemy and glorify Jesus through forgiveness. We can experience healing, rest, anointing, vision, and so much more in Him. So don't take up space in your life with unforgiveness. Let's leave room for all that the Father offers. You know, the scripture tells us that being forgiven requires us to forgive everyone for everything. You know, in Mark 11, and in verse 25, it says, But when you're praying, first forgive anyone you are holding a grudge against so that your Father in heaven will forgive your sins too. That's powerful because that was right after he told them you can pray for anything and if you believe it, you've received it and it will be yours. And then he gave a little caveat right there. We, we forget to quote that one sometimes. So... <laughs> Uh, Check out that part there, Mark 11, if you want to see about what forgiveness does to your asking of the Father. And again, you know, don't let things take up space in your life that don't need to be there. Don't let, don't drink the poison and hope for somebody else to die. Let's just forgive today. That's community music with the song Most. We've got to remember that he is the most powerful, the most beautiful. He is greater than every fear, stronger than every attack of the enemy, greater than anything we face. You know, it comes from Isaiah 41. For I am the Lord your God who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, do not fear, I will help you. Do not be afraid, for I myself will help you, declares the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. So through his prophet right there, he ended the whole discussion on whether we should worry or fear. He said, I got you. Hmm, Isn't that just like our God? That even though he's told us before, he tells us again, do not fear, I will help you. Do not be afraid, for I myself, the God of the universe that created everything, I'll help you. He's our Redeemer. He's our Champion, our Defender, our God, our Father. Mm. Holy, holy is yes, that is the hymn of heaven. Holy is the Lord, that's Phil Wickham. Here on your Friday morning, I'm Quincy, this is Q in the morning on Victory 91.5. So glad that we get the opportunity to worship the Father together in song, in word, and in prayer. And here as we cover another hour in prayer, we're going to start in the word. And this one, 1 Corinthians 9, 24 through 27 I was alerted to it again not that long ago when I found it on our uh, most recent Super Bowl MVP, Cooper Cup. In his Instagram bio, it says, Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one receives the prize? Now, of course, this was before participation ribbons. (laughs) So run that you may obtain it. Verse 25. Every athlete exercises self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath but we an imperishable. In verse 26, So I do not run aimlessly. I do not box as one beating the air. So we run with a purpose in this Christian life. In our carnal lives, sometimes we do pursue things that absolutely will not last. But in Christ, we can go after things that are eternal. Eternal. So remember that one, check it out for yourself, 1 Corinthians 9, 24 through 27. Now pray with me, Father, help us to follow after you. The only thing that matters is being your child and discipling others to do the same. We love you, God. We know this race we are running is only one in you. We seek after your grace and peace and joy hmm, as we find the pace that follows after your son we want to be sure not to go after the perishable things of this world but to passionately pursue the everlasting that everlasting consecrated life with you we want to be set apart from all this stuff on this earth and just rest in you. You are worthy, Father. We glorify you, we worship you, and we cry, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. In Jesus' name, we are not going to run aimlessly. We're not going to box the air. We're going to press toward the mark. And that is becoming more like you every day. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, loving like you, Jesus. Lord, we love you and there is none like you. And we take joy in your strength, Lord. We declare peace and grace and strength over this day. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, rocking out with Chris Renzema here on Victory 91.5. That was Old Dreams live from Kansas City. This is the sound of revival, and I am so thrilled that you have come up alongside on Q in the morning on your Friday. And I'm going to take you into Matthew 16 18, Jesus tells Peter, formerly Simon, that he was the rock on which the church would be built, and of course, that the gates of hell would not prevail. Yes, Peter realizing that Jesus was the Messiah, the Son of God, was big in that moment there. We have to come to that for sure, but Jesus changing Simon's name is significant here because he has built his church on giving us all a new name. His name, that revelation of of sonship, daughtership, understanding who we are through Christ, submitting to the right rule of God. That's some of those keys to the kingdom that Jesus told him he was giving him right there. We are joint heirs in Christ and get to have not just a relationship with the Father, but his, Jesus' relationship with the Father. Because now he sees us, clothed in Christ, as sons, as daughters. Think about that name change (laughs) that he has built you on, his church, his dwelling place. We are his. Hmm. (laughs) Hey, have you ever uh, wanted to hit somebody in the face with a wet sponge? Well, apparently, you're not the only one. (laughs) Stick around to find out why, when we go over the edge here in a little bit on Q in the Morning at Victory 91.5. Community-supported, listener-funded, Victory 91.5. We appreciate the opportunity To be with you, whether you're in Atlanta or North Georgia listening over the air at 91.5 FM or joining over 200 countries listening online, all 50 states, victory.radio and the More Music app on iOS. That's M-O-R, the More Music app. You can even tell Alexa, play Victory 91.5. Lots of great ways to be part of our Victory family. And I promised you I'm going to take you over the edge. And uh, serial record breaker, David Rush, he's got over 200 Guinness World Records. Always does it to promote STEM education, science, technology, engineering, and math. He always has a guy helping him out on the dual record stuff. Guy's name is Jonathan Hannon, but he goes by Hollywood. Well, uh, they set the record back in 2020 for something very unique why people think of such things, but maybe in a moment of whatever. Um, 43 wet sponge strikes in the face (laughs) in 30 seconds. That was the record in 2020. Somebody broke it uh, a little bit later in the year with 47 wet sponges in 30 seconds to the face. (laughs) Is this sounding like one you want to try with somebody? Okay, don't come here and throw any wet sponges at me, all right? (laughs) But uh, Rush and Hollywood Hannon, used warm water in their latest attempt because they felt like, you know, they got cold in, in their soaked clothes after the previous wet sponge strikes to the face attempts. <laughs> so this time, with warm water, they were able to throw 51 sponges that made contact. And it was a Rush that got them in the face. Uh, Hollywood got to throw them at him, their final attempt, and that got them the opportunity to reclaim the record. <laughs> I've shared some interesting record-breaking and other stories in this Over the Edge segment, but this one sounds at least like the most fun for one person, and the other, eh, (laughs) at any rate, that is Over the Edge this morning. (laughs) This is communion. Ligertwood with communion here on the Sound of Revival. I'm Quincy, this is Q in the Morning on Victory 91.5, and we get to cover another hour in prayer together. Hope you're enjoying your Friday. I know I'm enjoying the opportunity to worship the Father with you. So let's go to Matthew 3, as promised. We're going to go to verse 8. You must prove your repentance by a changed life. Pretty simple statement. This was a place where John the Baptist was letting the Pharisees have it. (laughs) He called them offspring of vipers right before this verse. He was very forcefully trying to get them to understand that just being a member wasn't enough. Just being religious wasn't enough. He also used this moment to tell them about the one that was coming after him it was so holy that he wasn't even worthy to carry his sandals and that was not so much for the pharisees as the people around him that were already proclaiming him as the messiah he said no 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 there's one coming are we just being religious today are we going through the motions to check the church boxes and speak christianese if you will Or are we proving our repentance by a changed life? Can people tell that we've been with Jesus? Father, we want people to know that we are yours. Help us today to make our lives do the talking before we ever open our mouths. We wanna be more like your son, Jesus, each day. We love you, God. We worship you with our lives. We pursue a day when each thing we do glorifies you through the power of the Holy Spirit. Give us the grace to show for us to live out our repentance, Father. A life changed by you and your son. In Jesus' name, we speak strength and peace over your people on this day that we can live set apart for you. We yearn after your spirit of holiness, God, and you are holy. There is none like you. You are worthy, so worthy of our praise and so much more than we can even hope to give but we give it all we give you our all father we want to be saturated by you we only want people to see you and know that we've been with Jesus that they see Jesus By your grace, God, this, this is our goal. That we lay ourselves down and die daily. And that people see only Christ that lives in me, the hope of glory. I take great joy in you, Father. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. In your hoping, in your searching, one thing remains true. Jesus is still our good news. Yes, Jesus is our good news. That's Brian and Katie Torwalt here on the Sound of Revival. I'm Quincy. This is Q in the Morning. On victory 91.5 the good news that Jesus has paid it all that your forever family once you believe and receive and declare Jesus as your Lord and Savior well, there's more that comes after that of course but that is the good news you know our quote of the day today is Adrian Rogers and he said Holiness is not the way to Christ, Christ is the way to holiness. And the only way there's any kind of holiness or consecration or righteousness is because we put on Christ. So let's let Christ take the lead in being like the Father. He said often to the disciples and anyone that would listen that he only did what he saw the Father do and only said what the Father gave him to say. So when Jesus says, follow me, give him your yes, and then never stop. (laughs) Through the Holy Spirit, through the power given from the Father, the Holy Spirit, because of what Jesus did, We have holiness. We have righteousness. We have eternal life. And all of this is good news. Victory 91.5. That's Leland with better word. Here on the Sound of Revival as we make our way into the 9 o'clock hour of your Friday morning. I am Quincy, and this has been Q in the Morning, and we're grateful for the opportunity that we get to worship together. Let's go into John 15, verses 12 and 13. It says, This is my commandment, that you love one another, as I have loved you. Greater love has No man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. (laughs) He loves us, and we get to pour out that love on his creation. I'm in awe that the creator of the universe loves me, and that he asks me, no, commands that we love each other as he has loved us. He even sent us a helper for that. The Holy Spirit gives us the grace and the unction to show love to what the world calls unlovable that even some religious folks call unlovable. We're supposed to love, period. Now sometimes that doesn't necessarily look like what the world thinks it should look like, but your heart posture with the Father in how you allow the Holy Spirit to love through you, that's what you're responsible for, not what anybody else thinks you should be, not what anybody else decides or tells you you should be. Father, we love you. We thank you for loving us. (laughs) I wanna love others like you, Jesus without condition, without prejudice. I want to love like you. Father, in Jesus' name, help us comprehend your love for us as to better give it away. Give us encounters with people that need us to show them you. We are in awe of you, Yahweh. We love you, God, with our every action. We love you with our lives lord we magnify your name yeshua jesus in all that we do we worship you may we understand that it isn't just when music is playing that we give you our worship help us understand that you you take our lives as worship that in a kind word to someone in a hug in holding a door open lord we show this dying world Your love, Father, I love you. I pursue your presence, and I proclaim your peace. In Jesus' name, I take joy and strength in you. We are grateful for your grace and your goodness, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Christ came. Victory 91.5, that is Mercy Me with Then Christ Came. It's a good reminder to always take that inventory of influence of what's been happening in your life to remember, hey, when Christ came, it's all better. Better now, as one of the other songs we play says here on The Sound of Revival. Hey, this is uh, my last opportunity this morning to ask you what you're looking at, who you scrolling with. And this one is it's going to hit home in more than just our social media interactions, but it is a definite good place to start. Pastor Jack Osteen down in Leesville, Louisiana, goes by the other Osteen. <laughs> Clever. Posted this a while back. He said, Jesus, don't betray him portray him. Hmm. So what are we doing today to portray our Savior? As Pastor Jack pointed out, if we aren't portraying him, we are betraying him. We minimize what he did on the cross when we don't find ways through the Holy Spirit to walk in his rest, in his peace, in his love. I know that's tough to hear, and I'm stepping on my own toe a minute. It's tough to think about, even as I'm bringing this out, this thought. I'm taking my own heart inventory to try and do better, to try and portray Jesus in every aspect of my life. That's what he asks of us, It's to follow me. That's what he said, red letters. And then he said, I'm gonna send you a comforter. I'm gonna send you a helper. You don't have to do it on your own. You don't have to have it all figured out. I got you. And that's what God says through his son. And God has got you. And God loves you. So portray him today. Love lifts us up every single day. It lifted us up out of the depths of the hell we deserved. Tasha Layton with Love Lifting Me here on Victory 91.5. I'm Quincy and this has been Q in the Morning and I have enjoyed every minute of it. Gonna have Nathan in here in just a little bit and then coffee with Corey at three o'clock, Tim Watkins after that, and then your overnight watch is with Pam Johnson. I'll be back at 6 a.m. You know, love lifting us, and God is love, and Jesus loved us enough to do what he did for us and make us part of the forever family. So, all of that and the repentance that comes with it allows us to be blood washed believers, walking in the rest of Jesus, pursuing the heart of the Father. And with all of that in mind, you know, there was that time when Peter was preaching in Acts 3. And this is for those of you that have, you know, your weekend ahead of you. Acts three twenty, it says that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. <laughs> now, I know the context there is talking about repentance and figuring out who you are in Jesus. He was talking to religious leaders there and telling them, you know, y'all blew it when you killed Jesus, but you can repent of all that and come in to know him and be covered by Him. (laughs) But that line right there, time of refreshing, it comes from the presence of the Lord. So spend time with Jesus, get your refreshment, and enjoy another worship set here on Victory 91.5 right after Everyday Matters with Debbie Griffith.